Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, folks. This is Dale. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Are you doing it? Tell me now, are you? (laughs) Think about it. If you were with us in our last uh, episode together and what we've been looking at in First Thessalonians, there were some directed instructions, okay? And particularly the, the passage that told us to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and everything, give thanks, okay? But just sort of reflecting back on some things, he told us not to walk in fear over the return of the Lord, the day of the Lord, because it would not come like a thief in the night. But we are children of light. We're sons of light. We're going to know about the day of the Lord. We're going to know about the return of the Lord if we'll pay attention, that we haven't been destined for wrath. He told us to encourage one another with this information, to build one another up with this understanding. And then he told us to really diligently appreciate those who labor among you, okay, who have charge over you in the Lord, who give you instruction in the word of the Lord, to esteem them very highly in love. Remember that? And then he, uh, I love this little part at the end of that 13th verse. He says, live in peace with one another. That is one of the major primary ways that you can esteem those who diligently labor among you. You really want to encourage uh, your Sunday school teacher, your small group leader, uh, the ministers in your church, whatever it is. You really want to encourage them. Then live in peace with one another. And the fact that that is commanded and instructed in that way really shows us that there's going to be opportunities for us not to live in peace. Okay, he continued on. Remember he said, brethren, he admonished to, uh, told us to admonish the unruly, to encourage the faint-hearted, uh, to help the weak, to be patient with everyone, to be certain that no one repays evil for evil, and also to seek what is good for one another, but also seek what is good for all people. <clears throat> and so the, there's just tremendous things that if we were to do this, oh, how different our lives would be. So again, he said, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The very next verse, verse 19, First Thessalonians 5, is so, so important. Because I I suspect this is something that we do far too often. Listen to what it says. Do not quench the Spirit. And I'm speaking of the Holy Spirit. And then it's got a semicolon right there. It's not finished. The next verse continues. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Now, folks, that is profound. Because in the vast majority of our churches, and our churches, I mean those in the Western world, we do exactly this. We quench the Holy Spirit, and we definitely despise prophetic utterances. When you say, well, what is a prophetic utterance? That is when someone speaks forth prophetically uh, a word empowered by the Holy Spirit. But what do we do? For the most part, For the most part, most of the churches in which we are associated rejects that. We reject prophetic utterances, and we actually reject all of the Holy Spirit. We pick and choose what we want to believe about the Holy Spirit. 
And folks, I, there's been vast, vast volumes of books written about this. I've got many of them, okay, of where people come along and say, well, basically this. Yes, the Holy Spirit does this today, but he does not do this anymore. And you say, well, how can people do that? Uh, a dear friend of mine, Charles Carlin, gives one of the best examples of that. He says this, uh, such people will say, well, 1 Corinthians 12 is not for today. That's the, a passage that speaks about spiritual gifts. But 1 Corinthians 13 is for today. That's the uh, chapter that speaks about love. But 1 Corinthians 14 is not for today. And that's where Paul helped them work through some things in uh, dealing with two particular spiritual gifts, the gift of prophesying and the gift of speaking in tongues. And then they say, well, that's not for today. But 1 Corinthians 15, which speaks of the resurrection, is for today. You simply cannot cut and paste what you like and what you don't like at whim from the Word of God. But we do that. That is literally quenching the Spirit. That is literally despising prophetic utterances. But people will say, well, what if somebody pops up in a, in a church service or a small group or just with us individually and says something and says, uh, I believe this is of the Lord and brings forth a word and it doesn't align with the word of God. Well, that's real simple. If it doesn't align with the word of God, you take them aside and you say, okay, you know, here's what the word of God says about this. And this is what you said the Lord said. And, 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 and they'll go, well, I really thought that was God speaking to me. Well, no, that was probably more your flesh and more your soul. Okay, That's where we really love one another. We have patience with one another, which we've already seen we're supposed to do. But rather than that, what we do is we just totally despise those type of things, and we actually make fun of them. I mean, you wouldn't believe how many times I sit there and listen to people that will really just demean people that believe that the Holy Spirit will move in might and power like he did when we see uh, the book of Acts, for instance. No, we had far rather sit back and say, oh, well, no, uh, well, he did that for them back then because they were not in, as enlightened as we are or as educated as we are or have the understanding that we we have, and we have no need for that. One of the most detrimental is this. People will say something like, well, we have the Bible now, so we don't need that. And that's just flat out heretical. The Bible is the Word of God. But the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the greatest explosion of faith and belief occurred before we have the Bible in the total way we have it now. And people get all bent out of shape because they think that you are denigrating the Bible. No, no, no. Nothing can be further from the truth. But we do not need to support the Bible by rejecting and quenching the Holy Spirit. The Spirit tells us right here through the Apostle Paul, do not quench the Spirit. If you sit there, if you reject certain gifts of the Spirit, and they're real clear, Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, maybe, <laughs> and 1 Peter 4, give us insight into how God has equipped his body through spiritual gifts. If you sit there and say, that is not for today, then you're quenching the Spirit. And I'll tell you, there are people who um, I have learned a great deal from. I mean, I've got a stack of books right here, probably 25 books, uh, by one particular pastor and author who is uh, a, a rabid, what's called cessationist. That's the term, that certain spiritual gifts have ceased to exist, cessationist. And it's always the miraculous gifts, okay, what we call miraculous, which is really a misnomer because there's really nothing miraculous with God. If God does it, it's just God being God, okay? 
But he sits there and, and will just totally denigrate people. And he'll look at someone and say, well, if you believe that you have the spiritual gift of healing and God has moved you through healing, then why are you not at the hospital healing everybody going room to room? He actually says that in books and just demeans people. Well, you know, I could come back to him and say, well, you say you have the spiritual gift of teaching. Why doesn't everybody who hears you understand everything that you're teaching? Or why is it that everybody who hears you is not saved? I mean, it, we don't act that way. We don't behave that way. We don't quench the spirit that way. We do not despise prophetic utterances. The Lord's really, really clear about it. And let me uh, read the verse right after this, and it'll give even more insight into it. Verse 21, but, so you see how that's tied back, but examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. So he's telling us, don't sit there and quench the spirit. Don't get caught up in these kind of things. Don't despise prophetic ever, but examine everything. If somebody says something, then examine it with the word of God. Examine it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever is good, hang on to that. Whatever is not good, whatever is evil, abstain from that and reject that. I tell you what, our time's up, but we'll continue to examine this in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you then.